build a legacy of mature faith. This is a good goal for 2016 with ample opportunities. But what do we mean when we say a legacy of mature faith? What does that look like? Well, first of all, it has to be founded on a rock. And that rock is that the second person of the Trinity took on flesh and dwelt among us. And the other half of that rock is that he established his one holy Catholic an apostolic church. That is the foundation of our faith. Our faith also has to be incarnational. We can't live in two worlds. The world of my everyday life and the world of my church life. They have to mix and mingle. Faith has to work in this life. Life has to be transformed by faith. Our faith also has to be able to weather storms. Because we know life can come at us pretty hard sometimes. And if our faith cracks and breaks under those storms, what kind of faith is it? Now we also have to have knowledge of our faith. We have to know what it is we believe and why we believe it. And that takes study. And that takes reading. And that takes understanding. But we can't stop there. Not only do we have to have head knowledge, we have to have heart knowledge. We have to understand through experience the worship of God. Who He is. How He works. And that leads us to the next step. To be wise in spiritual warfare. Satan is roaming around like a, a, a roaring lion seeking someone to devour. That he's after us all the time. And we have to recognize that. And we have to know how to fight, how to resist, but also how to repent. Too often we can follow and fall into despair and anguish when we sin. And then go down a deep, dark hole. That's not what the saints did. They recognized Satan's attempts to make them despair. And they waited for the right opportunity. And rather than giving up hope, they persevered. And when the right opportunity, they repented. And they were restored to their spiritual state. We also have to have knowledge of the scriptures. We have to immerse ourselves daily and read so that we can build a legacy of understanding and connections. The more we understand, the more beautiful our faith is and the stronger it becomes. We also have to learn to be generous and kind and good stewards. People are going to see the type of faith that we have. If we are not people of generosity and kindness and wisdom and balance, we're going to have a truncated faith. Our faith has to be, to be rooted most of all in prayer. That is coming together as the body of Christ to worship God, 
to praise God, to hear the lives of the saints, to be encouraged through the Psalms, and also to go into our inner room and to pray, to pray in our heart, to have communion with God. Our lives have to be a reflection of God's joy, of God's grace, of God's truth, and of God's love. People that see faith that is truncated and narrow and dogmatic and without life and miserable, they're not going to be very attracted to it. It's got to be full of life. And in our world today, there is a great need for this kind of faith because much of the faith witnessed today is very truncated and very small. Faith has become a commodity that is bought and sold. And the waters do not run deep. People long for a faith with deep waters. I like what, what Stanislaw, the great theologian, Dimitri Stanislaw, says, not only are we going to become more like God in our orthodox faith, we are also going to become more human. We should be more human the closer we could, that we get to God. We have to be vulnerable, humble, honest with people. So we're looking for a faith that will become a deep river welling up in us. That people can see the reflection, the mystery, the power, the joy of God. And they can come and drink from that water. And that's the water we will be celebrating this week when we celebrate the epiphany of Christ, his baptism in the river Jordan and the blessing of the waters. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.